Welcome to another episode of Confiding Confidently, a place where comforting and convicting truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook. Let's jump in. Hey, ladies. I'm so glad to be back. We, uh, me and my husband, we went for our 10-year anniversary, went to the Bahamas, and then after that, we had, you know, Thanksgiving, and then after that, I just needed a mental health week just to kind of take some time and so and then all the Christmas crazy happened but I am back ladies I have got a wonderful episode I'm so excited to share with you guys today Um, one of my favorite authors Stevie Swift I want to go ahead and apologize the sound quality the best because I'm still trying to figure out how to work Skype while interviewing and uh, authors and people so y'all just bear with me we're working out the kinks but I promise you can hear Stevie and that's the most important part you don't have to hear all my shenanigans and silliness but you can definitely hear Stevie and so I'm excited to share this wonderful beautiful sister in Christ beautiful spirit Stevie Swift without further ado and y'all this girl she she does it all does it all okay she has got you can find her on facebook and instagram uh, she's got a blog at stevieswift.com she has free coloring pages at steviedoodles.com and then she sells the cutest magnets and other printables at stevie doodles on etsy so let's get started stevie Intr- i mean just tell us a little bit about yourself like how did you come to this place where you're doing all this <laughs> stuff girl like I mean, I am amazed. I'm in awe. Uh, Absolutely. Well, <laughs> first, first of all, this is my first podcast ever. Um, so Yay! I could be super awkward. I tend to ramble. Um, okay. But let's see. I am. Uh, I'm a single mom, and I and I homeschool. So that's kind of awkward, and I have to figure out ways to be able to do that um, as long as I can. Um, by how trade. Many, how many kids? Have. Oh, just one. He's nine. Just okay. Yep. And um, I'm an attorney, but I'm not practicing right now. Oh. Um, oh which, yeah, I didn't know if you knew that about me. Um, but yes. that's my. Tra- <laughs> yeah, but it's not making me any money at the moment, so I have to find kind of other things to do. And um, one of the things that helps my anxiety too is, is doing a lot of creative things and spending a lot of time in creative outlets. Yeah. So the writing and the drawing and the, um, the creating, like you said, the magnets, those are super fun. And I've been doing some kind of cartoonish doodles has been my newest thing on the uh-huh. Stevie doodles. And those have been really fun to do. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm just I kind of it. doing I things as it. it comes and trying new I'll things love- and yep. Yes. See, that's me. Like, that helps my anxiety as well, is being creative and just mm-hmm. kind of. So, now, with the being creative, like, one, I I love all of your coloring sheets. Like, they're all awesome. I've printed them out for my kids. My kids love oh, them. Oh, yay. I Thanks. love it. But I want, okay, so, you know, one of my biggest things that I was like, I really want this book for my birthday was your book, Capturing Thoughts. Um, for the anxious Christian, and mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, Stevie, I love this book. Thank you. So I have got so many places where I have folded down the ear, and there's no way we're going to be able to talk about all of them because um, <laughs> it's like every page, just about. But um, 
when I was reading through it, I just it just feels so good to know that I'm like I'm not alone in mm. this. And, and and I don't know if you've got one of the books in front of you, but um the like one of the very first things I was like, oh my gosh, yes, um is where you wrote you said I'm not alone ever. I'm not unloved ever. I'm not worthless ever. I'm not forgotten ever. I'm not forsaken ever. And girl, let me tell you <laughs> that mm, that speaks to me. It's but I'm so gonna tell you, true. It is, and 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 it's like Satan. He knows what to tell us. But yep. um, yeah. I, I I am in a and I like I really do. I want to eventually get enough of these books I've got a group of high school girls they're they're uh, a ninth through 12th grade and the anxiety and just the depression and the thought like these girls are fighting through like your book I just know it would help them I just know it would but um I actually I, I met with him this morning and after I had read what you had wrote um and of course after I I went to my therapist yesterday. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Trey. Um, but I, that is something that I struggle with is my internal feed. Like just constantly kind of grading myself. Like, okay, yeah. you screwed up and you know, God's getting tired of this. Yeah. And, but I did yeah. like after reading yours and after talking to um, my therapist yesterday, like, I, when I woke up this morning, I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not. I, today is the day, and I wrote the date down. I wrote it down. I said, I am God's. I don't get to say that I'm not on that I'm not lovable. Yes. I don't get to say that I'm worthy. I don't mm-hmm. get to say that I'm a screw up. I am God's baby girl. I am yep. loved. I am worthy. I am a work of art because yep. He says I am, and because He says I am, no one, not even myself, can say otherwise. Yeah, and I'm that's telling huge. you. You are, you are, your words, Stevie, are, are going to reach so many. I have no doubt about that. But Thank you. I know, I know we had talked about it before and you, I mean, this book, this book right here, that it didn't come out of just not walking. <laughs> no, that was, the like book, you, that was the book I did not want to write. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about how you can, like, if you want to, you don't have to tell us anything that yeah, you don't. No. Uh, just how did you come to the book? How did, how did that happen? So I, so I've dealt with anxiety for a while and I'm actually at a place, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, where I, I don't use medication. I've changed a lot of things lifestyle wise yeah. and really just kind of followed God in, in to this place where I have, I would say I have it fairly under control. Things, things can happen and throw me off obviously, but, um, that's, that's where I was feeling earlier this year. Um, and then I mm-hmm. had this morning where I woke up and it was in February of this year, 2019. And I, I woke up and I had some of those thoughts playing in my mind. And I did what I've grown accustomed to do, which is I just kind of talk back to them and I like just kind of yell or speak calmly truth to those thoughts until they quiet down. And as I was doing it for the first time, I really could, it's hard to explain, but I could hear what I was saying instead of it being just this reactionary thing where I do and then I I move on. 
I, I could hear what I was saying and I remembered the words that I used afterwards. And a little bit later in the day, it really felt like Holy Spirit was telling me, you need to write that down. That's going to help mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then what yeah. followed was a series of triggering events for me. So like I said, I really felt like I had my anxiety in this kind of in control place. And all of a sudden, just kind of all hell broke loose and everything. And I had trigger upon trigger. And from about February to June, um, I had all kinds of opportunities to talk to those errant thoughts and to write these things down. And at first, I thought it would be maybe a digital PDF that I'd give away on my site. And as I was writing them, and as it grew into like a much bigger thing that I had initially thought it would be, I thought people are going to want to hold this in their hands. So I figured out a way to get it printed. And there we have it. But it was not fun. It was painful. Um, which is why anytime Mm -hmm. someone says to me like what you're saying to me now it's so it's such a god thing and a god send it's like soothing to my soul because they go it hurts so bad to be squeezed and have all that come out and to know that it meant something to someone else it just makes it worth it absolutely absolutely I know um and then another another part, just with what uh, me and my husband, what we're going through right now with just some some business things, um, it just where you said God is not punishing me, God is not messing with me, God is not moving me around like a chess piece, like He doesn't care about me. God is with me, for me, working through me, working on me, and He will complete the good work He started. He will not leave me, like. When I read that, I was just like, gosh, this is just hitting on it because it is just sometimes it feels like he's toying with me, you know, like almost like that. Don't don't put don't don't dangle hope just to snatch it away, you know. But I think part of that is is my upbringing. And, and, And I think so often we as people, we take our earthly relationships and, and almost try and, and fit God into those molds. Like, Absolutely. Because our father or our mother did us or, you know, our spouse. Well, yeah. God's going to do us like that. And God mm-hmm. is above that. That God's not like that. And so just reading through this stuff, though, I mean, it is it really is, Stevie. I, of course, I hate that you have had to go through it. but And I, and I can say this, and I... I'm pretty sure you probably agree with me. You would do it over again for the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, so to tell me a little bit about your faith, how did you arrive at faith? Give me a little, a little, give (laughs) give our listeners a little bit of testimony, girl. Oh, gosh. Um, Okay. So I, um, I, the first time that I, set foot in a church where I was actually seeking would have been when I was 18 and I was away at college and I was not behaving myself um and I think I was Girl, none of us none of us <laughs> <laughs> um I yeah I think I was looking for stuff I mean, we're all looking for something right we're all looking for God and so I, I mean I think that's yeah. what I was doing I was looking to fill some void. And I was, I didn't at that point want, like, it's hard to explain, but I, I didn't like being here. I didn't like being alive. Um, I I don't actually, I don't know how to put it other than that. I just didn't like it. And I thought, why, 
why am I here? Why? <laughs> I didn't choose this. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. It's like mm. you follow this kind of set path for you or this set of rules. And, and I just didn't know where I was supposed to be going or what I was supposed to be doing or why I was supposed to be doing it. And all that to say, I was just really lost, I guess. And uh, I had a friend invite me to church and I was in Southern California at the time. And I went and kind of eventually, it's a little hazy, honestly, but eventually I had this moment where I was sitting in my room and I had a Bible that was given to me for graduation. I opened it up to the book of Ecclesiastes right in the very beginning. And it says the very first, the very beginning says meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. And that spoke to me because that's where I was. I just thought, I thought, oh my gosh, yeah, God gets it. Like God gets it. He's yeah. Nothing matters. And I kept yeah. reading and then pretty soon, like I'm not um I'm not a very emotional person. I'm uh sometimes really uncomfortable with emotion and I I was overcome with it. And I what I do, which is a learned behavior from childhood when I'm uncomfortable is I went to the closet. And so I was in the mm-hmm. closet, um, just crying and kind of not knowing what to do because I I had this light bulb moment where I believed, but that opened up all of this stuff for me and feelings. And anyway, I'm in the closet and I'm just crying and, um, and speaking in tongues, which I, you know, I did not grow up in the church. That was a new thing for me. Um, I still don't totally know what to do with that. And, um, yeah, so that was a moment. And then, you know, and then I struggled. (laughs) I, um, and there was a point where I walked away. I, I don't think I ever stopped believing in God, I, I just mm-hmm. had too many experiences with him mm-hmm. to stop believing. But I think I stopped believing um, the truth about how he felt about me is what yeah. uh, what kind of led me to walk away. And then, um, uh, you know, I came back to Christ, like, just full on. Like, I want my whole life to be about him when my son was just about a year old. And so that was about eight years ago. And, and I really have been on this path of of full surrender I call it I I just I want to be continually surrendering my life to Christ and um, because without that I go back to that place when when I was 18 when I was searching and totally lost I go back to that I don't want to be here I I don't I just don't have any other reason for being here other than him and so I'm just on that journey of of trying to be fully surrendered to him yeah and That's I think part of the reason why, like, cause I get, I mean, I, I, I totally feel you on that girl where it's just like, this mm-hmm. is pointless. Like, why, this why is am I stupid? Yeah. But <laughs> it's, yeah, like, what? But the whole point of that, I think part of that is, is like, we're not meant to want to be here. No, nope. because this I isn't agree. home. You know, yep. like you say, you say my, my magnet, it's up on my refrigerator. Oh, yeah. I read it every Yes, girl, God is awesome, life is short, and this ain't home. Yep, and <laughs> I need our reminder all the time. Yes, girl, yes. And and um, so what about, let me ask you a little bit about your because you said he's nine. I've got a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old and a 3-year-old. But anyways, <laughs> but uh, you're, you're That's a lot of them. What does he, oh, yeah, girl, is a lot. It's like it's like a it's like a farm here because I got pigs and I got dogs. It's it's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know God. He looked down at me. He's like, "Oh, Stephanie." <laughs> but 
that's how he makes me. I can't help it. <laughs> but uh, how does your son feel about like? I know my 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 oldest. When I tell her, you know, okay, I'm writing. You know, like she's really pushing for me to. Um, she really wants me to do some children's books. But I, mm-hmm. I mean, I. I want to get there. Don't get me wrong. I do. I, I want to write some some books for my kids. But um, right now, I'm just really still in the getting my thriller done. But how does how does your son feel about you writing and and you do doing your doodles and everything like that? Like he's got to think you're like the coolest person ever. Because I think you're the coolest person ever. <laughs> well, he's he's my son, so he does not think I'm the coolest person ever. I don't um, think he's re- yeah. he's really encouraging though. He he tells me when he loves something I do and. You'll notice if you go on stevedoodles.com where I have all my free pages, there are a lot of penguins because that is his thing. He loves penguins. And even though he doesn't color. Really? That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, he even. He wants um, a pet penguin. I was like, we can't, we can't have a pet penguin. Like you can't, you can't have those. (laughs) Oh, my son would have one in a heartbeat if, like if he's, he'll probably have one in in his bathtub when he's an adult. I'm Uh, sure. Yeah. and this is a little dark, but my son is a little dark, um, but he reminds me a lot that if he dies, he wants to make sure that he's cremated and that I take him to Antarctica or North Pole, and then I leave his ashes with the penguins. That's how much he loves penguins. Oh. That, <laughs> hey, girl, ain't nothing wrong with planning. Hey. I have I, to keep you know. promising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wanted me yesterday or the day before he reminded me again he wanted me to write out a will and I was like I got it <laughs> I know what oh, you God. want we'll take care of it <laughs> I love it though okay so I've got to ask you Stevie uh okay so do you know what your Enneagram number is I do you ever done that? I'm, a, I'm a five really ah, yes I would not Okay, gotcha. I like okay. See, this is me though. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm a four with a heavy wing three. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like I get all into my feelings. Like I, and we will go there. <laughs> like, we will go. You know, like. But depending on the day, some days I'm a seven. Like I mean, it honestly depends on like the yeah. day I take the test. I'm pretty sure if I was to go and sit down with like a shown up Enneagram coach, they'd be like, we don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Mondays, you're obviously a four. but Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I'm a pretty uh, solid five, although I don't I don't know a lot about the Enneagram. But from yeah. what I've read, I think just um, I think just being not super sensitive or emotional. Um, I I don't know what I'm feeling until I've thought about it for a long time. So usually like a couple weeks after something happens is when I go, oh, I think that I think that made me feel really frustrated. <laughs> or if I write it down, yeah. sometimes I have to write something down to know how I feel about it. Just not super in touch. An amazing, an amazing roaster. You know what I'm saying? Like I bet because you don't like you don't feel in the moment so if somebody was to lie you know what I'm saying like you could probably really throw down like (laughs) funny real funny I that would be that I would I would pay money to watch that that would be good um because I I bet you're quick and witty fairly quick sometimes yeah 
I figured. I think we both got the same kind of <laughs> But uh, I do want to talk about this real quick, though, before before we wrap it up. Um, let me see, because I, like I said, I've done, I have turned over so many ears in this book. There was one I was like, oh, I definitely want to hit on that. Hold on, let me find it. Okay, here it is. Make me, mold me, turn me into what you made me to be. Strip me of the stains, the ego, the pride, the vanity. Strip me of the baggage, the bitterness, the envy, the rage. Sanctify. Mm. Girl, I felt that. Yeah. And you know, I felt that when you read it. I was like, I needed that today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, when I read that, I was like, oh, my goodness. All right. Well, isn't that right. all the stuff that just gets in our way, though? I mean, like we talked about, the only thing we really need is is him. And that's and that's what we're that's what we're here to find. And that's what we're here to chase. And all that stuff that what can I get and what can I do for me and how can I show off me and Absolutely. all that stuff just gets in the way of, of me and him. Absolutely. And, and it, yeah. But I'm telling you, so whenever I was reading that, I, got, I was thinking, and you know, so often, like I've even shared a message about molding the clay like that. Like normally when I see the word mold, that's what I think of. I think of the clay, but when I read this, I thought of, an actual mold like you know like the cast mm. iron molds or whatever you have to like yes. put the stuff in it i was thinking of like the material getting pushed down into it and there's pressure there you have mm-hmm. to push yeah. and squeeze for that all the <laughs> yes get filled and it's uncomfortable it is uncomfortable yeah. but yeah. how beautiful is it at the end when it's all said and done yeah, because I mean, then it's not just a mold. It's it's like it's the original mold of you. It's like God God made you in your mother's womb. He knew exactly what the best form of you would be. So like your mold's not the same as everybody else's. Like you're being shoved into the mold that's created exactly for you, and it's the best thing you could possibly be. The most fulfilled you're gonna be is in that mold. The most satisfied you're gonna be is in that mold. The most yourself you're gonna be. It's yeah, it's beautiful. I love that idea. And, and and the only one who can give us that mold and help us get in it is Jesus. No doubt about that. Amen. Well, Stevie, that. I thank you so much for coming on. And I am going to have, uh, don't worry, listeners, I will make sure that I put all the links to all of Stevie's good stuff in the, in the description bar. So, Stevie, thank you so much. And I can't wait what you have coming next i do not doubt that god has got so much more for you girl thank you so much all right ladies see y'all back next week for more comforting and convicting truths if you haven't go over to facebook and give confiding confidently a like and a follow for never before seen memes and articles if anything inspires or encourages comforts or convicts you share it love y'all until next time